Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is Hour 2, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Come on in, stay a while. Every night, movie night with the biggest blockbusters streaming on Peacock. Watch Jurassic World Dominion, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Jordan Peele's Nope. Whenever you want to, wherever you want to. And you can also watch this program on Peacock. Download the app, and you can watch for free. Also, we say good morning to those on chat row, those dialing us up, those listening on our radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. Poll question for hour two, Fritzy, is... Which NFC team currently on the outside of the playoffs would do the most damage if they got in? Lions, 87%. Seahawks, 7%. Commanders, 6%. The Packers, they uh, handled the Rams last night, 24-12. to Rams obviously done. Packers need three more wins to be able to get in. And you start to look at who would be the most dangerous. Out of the Seahawks, Lions, and Packers, I think the Lions are the best team, but I would put my faith in Aaron Rodgers. If those teams got into the playoffs, who would do the most damage? They're going to be on the road, uh, whichever team happens to get in there. Jalen Hurts, probably not going to start. I don't know if the line has changed much. I got the Cowboys minus six, according to DraftKings, but Jalen Hurts is iffy right now. And you start to look at Jalen Hurts, and he's had an unbelievable year. I think not playing against the Cowboys, a great standalone game here. If he played well, they won the game. I think he would win the MVP. I think it's that close with uh, Patrick Mahomes. But with Hurts not there for the next two games... And you got Gardner Minshew, who's going to play. If you listen to the program, you know, I think a lot of Gardner Minshew. I think he's really good. I think he's good enough to be a starter in the league. If I look at his career numbers here, now Jalen Hurts has 44 touchdown passes, 18 interceptions, and 7,600 yards. Now he's also great at running the football. Gardner Minshew, 41 touchdowns, 12 picks, 6,500 yards. As far as passing goes, you're not losing anything. But you're going to lose a lot, though, with that ability that Jalen Hurts has to run the football. The injury to his throwing shoulder, and he's probably going to miss the next couple of games. you got to have one more win. You're going to secure home field advantage, and you're going to win your division against the Dallas Cowboys. But right now, Dallas is favored by six in that game. As for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers in a good mood. Before the Bears week, we knew we had a bye afterwards, and, and those of us who sometimes peek ahead knew that we had to win five and then have a lot of things go our way. So we won two, and just about everything we've needed to happen has gone our way. Just about, right? So things are looking up. Rams fell to four and ten. And I know there's been a lot of talk about does Sean McVay stay? 
Matthew Stafford said on his wife's podcast, she asked him if he was retiring, and he goes, no. So I guess that makes it official that he's not retiring. But what happens to Baker Mayfield as they move forward? Is Baker Mayfield enough for Sean McVay to go, I got my quarterback of the future? You're going to get players back, obviously, with Cooper Cup. You still have Ramsey. Aaron Donald didn't play. The offensive line has been a mess. But I was wondering about this. Last year, it felt like it was the game of musical chairs for analysts. Everybody was cashing in. We're going to move from this network to this network and Monday night football, Thursday night, Pat McAfee, like everything. Amazon's in there. I don't know what happens now. Now, everybody had the big reset. Everybody got their contracts. If Sean McVay is sort of surveying the situation, where are you going to go where you're going to get paid 15 or $18 million a year? Is he going to call a game? Is Brady going to take that job at Fox? If Brady didn't take that job, Greg Olson, is he good enough, marquee enough to keep him in there? Does Sean McVay say, I want to be a game analyst? Does he want to be a studio analyst? Did Sean McVay miss his window of opportunity? And this is a big money window of opportunity. And the answer is probably yes. I don't know the inner workings of the networks of what they would be considering or any changes that could be out there, but it felt like, okay, Herbie's working with Al Michaels. You got, uh, you know, Joe Buck and you got Troy Aikman there Sunday night with Tariko and Collinsworth. I think NBC thought Drew Brees would eventually take over for Collinsworth. That's not happening. Fox, uh, you're going to have Kevin Burkhart and you're going to have Greg Olson. You're going to have Tom Brady coming in there. Am I missing anything here? ESPN, CBS, NBC, Fox, everybody seems to have. Now, I was wondering about this. How long does Terry Bradshaw stay as the marquee guy, the figurehead of their studio show? Health issues, and I wonder how long Terry does that. That would be a place where I'd keep an eye on if Sean McVay would want to do that. But does he want to do games? Because that's the closest you get to actually coaching in a game or playing in a game. And that's why, you know, Tom Brady will prepare for a game that he's not playing in, but he will prepare for it as if he was going to be playing that team. Fox's studios are in Los Angeles. Just something that keep an eye on. And maybe Sean continues to coach for five or ten more years. I don't know. I don't know him. But just looking at this from the practical standpoint of, do you want to continue to coach this team? They're not very good. Are they going to get good anytime soon? Niners are always going to, Niners are better than you. Uh, Seattle's got a lot of draft picks coming up. Seattle is better than you. Arizona's a mess. But Sean McVay, you want to stay? And then your legacy, you know, you want a Super Bowl. You lost a Super Bowl, you won a Super Bowl. Now you don't want to be the, uh, they won five games this year, seven games this year, six games. You want to make sure that you have that legacy. And also, you know, Sean Payton's going to come out of the broadcast booth, uh, you know, the studio, and he's going to be, you know, coaching a team next year. But I, I don't know. I just, as I'm watching last night, do you see enough with Baker Mayfield that you go, maybe Stafford gives me one more year and I've got Baker Mayfield there. Is that enough? Yeah, more. Now, guys that are when former athletes or guys that are preparing to retire, have they asked you for advice and you say, hey, you have to take this job because there's only but so many of these jobs? I don't, you know, I don't know. I think you, you look at it and you go, I could always come back into coaching. But you build up a lot of house credit with the Rams. Yeah, Pauline. I have an example of one that where, like, McVeigh, he may stay because you don't want to go out this way, a real, real down year. But when, when Jason Witten was still a productive tight end with the Cowboys, he somehow got Monday Night Football, and that doesn't come along every day. Now, it didn't work out, but he left his career probably a year early. I think Boomer Esiason was still a, a viable NFL quarterback, and he got Monday Night Football radio or Monday Night Football TV. Like, sometimes you, you bounce a year early. Even Tiki Barber had a bunch of media opportunities, and he bounced a year early. Yeah, Michael Strahan did as well. Mm-hmm. And I always tell, once you make that commitment, then go and hold on to those jobs. 
because there's only a certain number of those jobs. And then once you're out, it's tough to get back in. Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher's saying, are you kidding me? I got the life. No, no stress, no 18-hour days. I get to come in. I get to talk about all the other coaches in the teams. This is great. Yeah, Seton. Feels like there are less NFL head coaching jobs than there are media jobs these days, though. <laughs> yes, they pay less. Yes. That seems like a more exclusive club. <laughs> yeah. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Spent a lot of time, maybe too much, in the first hour talking about the uh, – call in the commander's game against the Giants with Terry McLaurin and they're moving in for the game winning score. They're going to take the lead or tie it and uh, Terry McLaurin, the commander, says to the line judge, am I good? And he says uh, well, yeah. and then he moves him a little bit and then all of a sudden it's uh, throws the flag. Here's Terry McLaurin the commander's wide receiver. I feel like I was on the ball the uh, entire time. If you look through the, the game, I lined up there pretty much every play. So I checked to see if I was good the first time, and he was like, I move up a little bit. So when I moved up, I checked to see if I was good, and he said I was good. So, All right. That's, that's his interpretation of that. But I still think it's incumbent upon the receiver, the player, to know where he stands. And you should know, my on the line, how's the formation here? It's not up to the official to tell you, you're, I'm going to flag you for an illegal formation here. Offsides, onsides, I'll help you there. But as far as, hey, am I in the back? Am I, I mean, how much communication can you have with the official? The official has to do his job for the entire play, not just, hey, let me help you out with your homework here, Terry. Yes, Tom. Does that ref get reprimanded anyway, called in for a little chat or conference call? I wonder what the aftermath is. We haven't really heard anything about a conversation between the league and this ref and what he did and didn't tell McClure. Well, I don't know what he did wrong. Well, the, he, the basically, McClure is basically calling him out saying, I'm, I was good, and he still called the penalty on me. And he, he's saying, I checked the second time, the ref is telling me I'm good, and then now he's still calling someone. Yeah, I'm sure that the NFL, the officials would, you know, head of officials would call him in and just say, hey, give us your side of the story, just so in case we're asked that, uh, you know, we, we can present that. Yes, uh, Paulie. More importantly, does that ref get buried in a black and white striped shirt, a whistle? Exactly. Oh, okay. Much more important. That is the okay. better question. Yeah. Fritzy, in, in his morbid way. A couple uh, days before Christmas. Too. Yeah, Peter Chris, the uh, former drummer of Kiss. It's his birthday today. 77. Yeah, I thought you were sending me a note saying it was uh, Peter Chris had died, and then you wear the makeup. And, and then we found out through one of our listeners, he would have to get permission from uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley because they own, I guess, the rights to the makeup really? of Kiss. If he couldn't imagine if he did get buried that way, and then you know Gene Simmons went to the funeral and or the uh, wake and started rubbing the uh, you know paint off <laughs> what his an face. Awkward situation. Yeah, it would, would be very. Yes, Seaton. Yeah, my brother texted me too to remind me that he Peter Chris doesn't get along with those guys anymore. No, you know, like they they keep leaving the band and coming back, but he's been out of that band for like twenty years, and they have somebody else wearing that same cat makeup that Peter Chris wore. So I'm gonna guess uh, he's not interested. Okay. Kiss that idea goodbye. Okay, thank you, Todd. Well, uh, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on we this. We should keep an yeah, eye. We'll on keep that an eye on this story. Yes, yes. And you, Dan, I know, know, but do most people know what song Peter Chris, the drummer who usually didn't sing in the band, is most known for? He sang one song, I think, a concert. Beth. Thirteen after the hour, Peter Chris can't wear his makeup when he dies. But here he is with Beth. Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours. Okay. Right home to you. Oh, it's. This could so easily be a stick song. Yes. Is there really a difference between this and uh, Babe, I'm Leaving? Yes. Same song. And Sticks would sing it a lot better than Peter Chris.
Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. No, I said it. I said Me it. And it the boys are playing. <laughs> I'm going to distance myself from that take. Yes, Todd. For those just tuning in, we should say once again, he is alive and well, Peter Chris. He's 77 years old. We don't today. know that. If he's well, we know yeah, he's that alive. That was an hour ago you said that it was his birthday. I don't know if he's alive and well. I think he's alive and well. He's certainly alive. He's the 77th birthday. I don't know what his uh, health conditions are. Yeah, but leave it to you to say, oh, when he dies. Should he have the kiss makeup on? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. I wonder how many times a day he talks about Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I bet he's just so bitter about the whole, like, oh, Gene. I think he wakes up every day. He's like, Gene and Paul are such jerks. Yeah. Well, there's two sides to every story. Sometimes three signs. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not just on Gene Simmons. Although Gene Simmons would be tough to be around. Gene Simmons uh, loves Gene Simmons more than anybody could probably love Gene Simmons. Yes, or Pauline. I've heard more positive stories about Barry Bonds than I've heard positive stories about Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being dead serious. There's four people in this room who've told me bad stories about Gene Simmons. Yeah. And he's married to a wonderful woman, Shannon Tweed. Oh, Shannon Tweed. Still? Seems like, yeah, I yeah. think. I don't know. Smoke show. But they do have kiss caskets that you can get buried in. They're called kiskets. Kiskets. I don't know. I That's think not be a true. Good name. But, but I like that, Todd. If you, oh, <laughs> whole question for the rest of the hour. If you oh only had God. to listen to one band, no other music for the rest of your life, kiss or sticks? Oh, oh it's God. not even close. Wow. I didn't know. Is well, it well, one played music. I'm still waiting for your answer. Sticks. Oh, I might go. I can't stand them both, but I might go kiss on that one. This will roll. Kiss can't sing. They're just a performance no. band. It's performance art, and they did a wonderful job. That's right. Sticks is way more true to the soul of they rock and roll. They are far Mr. more Roboto. than kiss. Kisses. That's not good music. You mean it's great music? <laughs> Sticks can sing. Kiss can't sing. Well, it is Zeppelin, Stones, Sticks. Sticks. Yes, and don't forget Kiss that. Kiss never found their way. Yes, don't forget that. All right, I'll get to more phone calls coming up. Mike Florio's good. What the hell happened today? Todd? You I'm going to take the blame for that. You did it. I threw it off the rails once again. MVD. Mm. Uh, you still have time to vote. I did go back, and I was checking the results so far. And we still have uh, two more full days to vote. Most valuable, least valuable. Most improved and least improved. We'll talk to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. I think Florio is on Team Terry McLaurin here. And um, Seton and I, we're, uh, we're on the officials. Like, hey, there's only so much you should be doing in a situation like that. We'll get Florio's take on this. And uh, we've certainly heard from a lot of people, a couple of uh, former referees, current referees, and uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up as well. 17 after the hour here, Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive is going to give you energy like I have today, Todd. It is. I already hear it, though. Thank you, Todd. M-Drive supplements formulated specifically for us to support healthy testosterone, energy, strength, and overall health. M-Drive's for motivated guys. M-Drive is not one of those companies that's going to make you feel bad about how you are, how you look. Is how that you why feel. you were bench pressing outside before the show I was started? not doing that, You did Tom. some chest. I saw no, you doing it. Now you're I making something you up. Now you're lying. Three plates on each side? You're a monster. Don, I'm exaggerating this, is, a little bit. Is this Friday, Fritzy, on a Maybe Tuesday? a little bit. M-Drive, clinically tested ingredients can help you go the extra mile. Make sure you get into the 2023 swing Right now, 20% off coupon code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Also find the top-selling M-Drive products in stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. Now's the time to get started. 20% off, more energy, strength, and drive. Make sure you use the code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. My younger brother was a member of the Kiss Army, and I kept telling him when we were growing up, I said, they're not a rock and roll band. They're playing the role of theater with rock and roll. But Kiss was unbelievably popular. Because, you know, I once again, I was stuck in my Zeppelin Stones who... And uh, he was he, he thought Kiss was better. And then uh, I said, no, nobody cares about Kiss's music. It's about, you know, the makeup, the performance. Uh, we did have a listener say, uh, Fritzy, would you like to get buried in your Denver Broncos gear? I don't think so. But if I was, it would, I'd go with the John Elway jersey. Okay. Like the bright orange one. Well, we need to know if you when you die, what do we do? Yes. I, I, yes. I, yeah, I guess the bright orange one. Yes. We had a uh, listener suggest that we bury Todd in his Bronco gear now. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh. In my Russell Wilson jersey. Well, <laughs> they're dead. Yeah, the Broncos are dead. It could be for quite some time. Yeah. It's going to be a while before I rebuild that. Let's go to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host and contributor to Football Night in America. Oh, look who has got a oh, kiss, oh, a kiss coffee cup. I've got it all. Not, not all of it, not the coffin yet, but yeah, I was a member of the Kiss Army. I spent the $5. I had the badge. <laughs> I had all the stuff. When you're 10, 11 years old, mid-70s, yeah. turn on the Paul Lind Halloween special on ABC <laughs> at 8 p.m. Eastern on a Friday night, and these guys come out with the fire and the brimstone and the explosions. You don't care about the quality of music. You just say, this is awesome. There's nothing else like it. 
the music grows on you after about 20 years. The music <laughs> isn't great. The experience is what's great. I agree. I agree with that. Did you ever see Kiss in concert? Nine times. <laughs> You yeah, saw the, best, the best one was in 1996 when they reunited and they put the makeup back on. I went up to Pittsburgh to see them with a good friend of mine. And it was like 20 years. It just disappeared. <laughs> they, they could still move. Like I saw them a few years ago and they're having a little trouble getting around the stage, you know. But but in 96, they could still actually move in those giant shoes. And, and it was like seeing them in the 70s. So I saw them several times in the 70s. Several times since then. I went to their most recent farewell tour because they've been on a farewell tour for the last 20 years. And and it, it really is tough to watch now, but it was magical back in the 90s and back in the 70s and 80s. Did you wear the makeup? No. Well, one time, one time. Halloween 1978, my sister put the Catman, Peter Chris makeup on for Trick or Treat. All right. That's all I wanted to talk to you about, that's Mike. Good. That's good. I got plenty of Kiss stuff. Hey, Kiss is indirectly to blame for profootballtalk.com because 21 years ago when I was trying to figure out what I'm going to do in this business, I remembered what I heard Paul Stanley say early in the existence of KISS, they created the show that they would pay money to go see. And that's such a simple message to anyone who's in any type of service business. Make the thing, whatever it is, that you would be a customer of. Make it the way that you would want it if you were the one deciding where you're gonna spend your time. And there's brilliance to that, and it worked. Music wasn't great, but but it worked over the past 50 years. We're talking to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host with Chris Sims. That precedes us on Peacock. Before I get to the Commander's Giants Terry McLaurin controversy here, I was talking about Sean McVay. And I was wondering if he can see enough in Baker Mayfield over the next couple of weeks here that he would go, you know what, he's worth staying around for. Maybe that's my future here, depending on what happens with Matthew Stafford. And then I wondered, you know, the TV business had a big rate reset here in the offseason, Mike, with all of these jobs being filled up and everybody getting their money, that I wonder if Sean McVay has an opening here where he'd go, this is a soft landing right now because I don't want to stick around for this rebuild with the Rams. Your thoughts? Well, the question, Dan, is how long until they can rebuild? How long are the debts going to be paid for the Super Bowl that they won last year? Hey, horrible season this year. Your first-round pick goes to Detroit as the last piece of the Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff swap. So you don't even get that. So they've got cap issues. They've got veteran contracts that are bloated. They don't have draft picks. They don't have a nucleus of young players that would be coming into their prime right now because they traded away all those first-round picks. They haven't used a first-round pick since the year they selected Jared Goff, and they ultimately gave up a first-round pick to get his awful contract off the books as part of that Stafford trade. So it could take years for the Rams to turn it around. And you're right. McVay has to be thinking, number one, did I miss my chance with Amazon last year? Number two, is there another opportunity out there now? I mean, I don't know, Dan. Is a network going to tear up and eat one of these $15, $20 million contracts? Are they going to wedge him into the booth with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet? I could see Amazon maybe doing that, going with a three-man booth. Mm. So I, I, if I'm Sean McVay, I really wonder whether I did the right thing when I had the chance to jump. I wonder how long it's going to take to turn this team around, and maybe now is the time to walk away. And then come back, you know, 10, 15 years from now. All right, the Terry McLaurin situation here with the Commanders. What did you see on that play? Well, I saw what we see at every level of football. Anyone who's paid any amount of attention to what happens out on the sidelines, you see the receiver go out, communicate with the official who's on that that line of scrimmage and there's that back and forth whether it's verbal or whether it's hand gestures or nodding or shaking to get properly lined up i saw terry mclaurin believing that he was getting guidance from the official who was there i saw the official acting in a way as if he was communicating back to terry mclaurin but then all of a sudden you see the official, it's kind of like the guy who's out at the OK Corral and he's getting ready for the gunfight. He's got his hand. He's got his hand on the gun. He's ready to pull it. He puts his hand on his flag like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And it's just a bad look. I know that John Hussey, the referee, said after the game, there's no obligation on the part of the official to tell. But 
you, you surely can't mislead the player. It's one thing to say nothing. It's another thing to lead him to believe that you're okay. I'd love to hear what was said between the two men, if anything, but it just is a bad look. When you consider there aren't many ways that one official can affect the outcome of a game, but when you throw that flag away from the action that takes a touchdown off the board in crunch time, that's a bad look for the NFL. And that was a moment, Dan, where I said, maybe they do need to worry about a potential Tim Donahue situation at some point. I'm not saying it's happening now, but that just shows you there are ways that one person can really affect the outcome of a game. I would think with all of these sidelines mic'd up, somebody, and, you know, two huge media uh, cities here playing one another, that that would be, we would have some kind of dialogue there that's on tape. Well, who would have it? Who would have custody of it? <laughs> the who NFL. The exactly. NFL films, yes. Just like, just like the audio between Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph that never came to light that was very controversial about what Mason Rudolph may have said or not said before he was whacked over the head with his own helmet. That audio never came to light, even though audio is everywhere. Yeah. There, there are microphones everywhere. Yeah, there's probably audio and we'll probably never hear it. I'm wondering about Jalen Hurts. He's not playing, it looks like. Gardner Minshew is going to get the start. And if – is Jalen Hurts going to lose the MVP because he's not playing in the next two games, perhaps? Well, I don't think it helps him because as of right now, and the way that this award goes, the quarterbacks of the two number one seeds are the two most likely candidates at the end of the day, unless somebody does something – crazy statistically like if Justin Jefferson ends up with 2,000 or more yards and the Vikings are the two seed then maybe you have to consider him but it's either going to be Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow depending upon which team in the AFC is the one seed or Jalen Hurts so if Jalen Hurts is out as the AFC race for the one seed comes to a crescendo and we're going to see something spectacular from Allen or Mahomes or Burrow it's going to be hard for Hurts to get enough votes when the dust settles, if he hasn't played at the end of the regular season. And why play him? They're one game away, one win or a loss by the Vikings or 49ers or Cowboys from clinching the one seed. Why take a chance? They can win with Gardner Minshew. So, yeah, I think it's going to cost him the MVP. Not that he cares about it. I think he cares about winning the Super Bowl. But, you know, a lot of people care about the MVP, and I think he's falling out of the race if he doesn't play. But how much of this do you think is the story that you can tell broadcasters, writers, about the MVP, that we we love the story. We've taken Mahomes for granted now. He's graduated into that, you know, he's like the Greek freak in uh, the NBA. Like, okay, nice story. Now we move on there. Um, how much is what we get, you know, the story behind that we haven't heard? Well, it's, it's so odd because it is subjective. There are 50 different individuals who will have their vote. For the first time, it's not one vote per person. You put in five names and they get ranked almost like the Heisman. So it could it's at least going to get people some discussion and consideration. You know, Russell Wilson would have had an MVP vote by now if they had this system in place back when he was, you know, playing well. I, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to take a shot at Russell Wilson, but we're just stating the obvious. Yes, of course. Um, I, but I, I, I think it's it's become this pattern where. It's a quarterback of one of the top seeds. That's just how it shakes out because the voting happens when? Immediately after the regular season ends. As we know what the playoff tree looks like. We know who's earned the bye. We have a certain amount of heightened respect for the quarterback of the team that has emerged from this morass of competitors to be the number one seed. Unless somebody does something statistically crazy like Adrian Peterson 10 years ago, when he almost broke the single season rushing record and took it away from Peyton Manning when Manning was the odds on MVP. That's the kind of thing that does it. Otherwise, it's quarterback, 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 quarterback. It just fits better. And there's no guidelines. There's no rules. It's just kind of how it goes. I was wondering about this last week that we have NBA, uh, you know, we've changed the uh, trophies and we've named them after, you know, great players, former great players. And if the NFL did this, the MVP could you name it the Peyton Manning MVP? The Super Bowl MVP would be the Tom Brady Award. Well, it's already the Pete Rozelle Award, I think. See, the problem with naming things, what do you do 100 years from now? 
when, or 200 years from now, I always worry about that. Like, what are they going to do when they have 10,000 busts in the Hall of Fame? Like, you know, like at some point, retired jerseys, I'm big on that. Like at some point, like who's this jersey retired for? Somebody that nobody who is currently living can even remember. I don't like naming the awards unless it truly is somebody that is going to be remembered 500 years from now. I'm not worried about that because I won't be around to worry about that, <laughs> Mike. Come on. Like, we're, what's going to happen with all the garbage? It doesn't matter. We'll be dead. Okay. Should Peter Chris be able to wear his kiss makeup when he dies? Oh, gosh. I don't think he'd want to, but that really would be something. I wonder if Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, who have become so inextricably intertwined with their personas, will choose to be buried in their makeup that's the real question oh the gene two. simmons i i would imagine right i i would think i would think he and paul stanley would both be be buried in their makeup i think gene simmons will finagle it so whatever mausoleum he's in will like you know once every hour just have a giant fireball explode <laughs> at the top of him for, for eternity thank you mike great to talk to you Happy holidays, Dan. Thank you, Mike. Mike Florio, you too. Uh, Pro Football Talk Live. Uh, Bill in Colorado. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Um, first off, 5'8", uh, uh, Captain Dad bod 180. So looking to, and, you know, honestly, for a guy that hasn't played wide receiver, it looks like you're carving out a pretty decent career for yourself. <laughs> Thank so you, Bill. Thank you. Good job there. Um uh, but, yeah, as far as what I saw on that Terry McLaurin play, I mean, unfortunately, I think it, too, too many of us in America have heard and seen too much of this at this point. But, you know, he clearly looks over to get a check on the ref. Uh, the ref holds his fist out almost like holding his line. You know, like, here, if you get up to here, here's your line. And then he looks over to get a second check after he scoots up a little bit. But then he gives a thumbs up, but he clearly never looks back over to see if he's in check. With, he's looking to see if the ball snapped. So, you know, I can't put that one on the ref. Yeah, I, I just think there's so much, only so much you can do. You know, you can, you can help nudge, but at some point, it's not about Terry McLaurin. It's about the official who is going to look at that play. It's down at the goal line. You're the line judge. You know, he's got other things to worry about. Did he mislead Terry McLaurin? Did he say, you're good, and then throw the flag right after saying you're good? I don't know. You know, there's no transparency with the NFL with these officials. I'd love for the official to give me his side. I already heard Terry McLaurin. Play it again, Marvin. Here's Terry McLaurin 15 minutes after that loss. I feel like I was on the ball the uh, entire time. If you look through the, the game, I lined up there pretty much every play. So I checked to see if I was good the first time, and he was like, like, move up a little bit. So when I moved up, I checked to see if I was good, and he said I was good. So, All right. Love to hear the official tell me what happened, what was said. You gestured. What Are you gesturing him that he needs to be – Onside, he's onside. Uh, the formation is what was called illegal formation. Hank in Ohio. Hi, Hank. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Uh, happy holidays to you and the crew. Thank you. Uh, in my uh, section of Ohio, our referee board had a uh, nonverbal policy of extending one arm out in the direction the team was going if the uh, man on our end was on the ball, on the line, mm -hmm. or extend the other arm out if he was in the backfield. Now, that lets the player know non-verbally, and it also lets the lineman on the other end of the line know. That way we can uh, both throw the flag at the same time if we have uh, insufficient number of men on the line of scrimmage. All right. Well, thank you, Hank. Yes, Paulie. So after every NFL game, one reporter gets to talk to one official that's designated and gets a, a series of questions. So the pool reporter talked to referee John Hussey. He was not the official on the side there. And he was asked about the play, and the referee, John Hussey, said, 
I didn't see any of that because I'm in the backfield. What I was told is, what has been confirmed is, the ball was snapped at the half-yard line, and McLaurin was lined up back at the one-and-a-half-yard line. In order to be deemed legal, he needs to break the belt line, the waist of the center. He was not at the waistline of the center. He's saying he was far back. The follow-up question by the reporter is, when a player does point to an official like that, does the official have to say whether he's at the line or not? Hussey said, quote, not typically. And the official could be doing other things, like counting the offense. There's a multitude of different duties. So I can't confirm whether the official saw or not, but he was clearly off the line of scrimmage. So that helps in almost no way. I want to talk to that official. Unavailable for comment. Not John Hussey. I was Did in the he back. complete the act of standing? He, yeah, That's what we're God. really talking about was, right now. Was the thumb up or was the thumb down? Oh he has to clear the belt line. What the hell? Dude, this is so stupid. All right, let me take a break. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right. Hell yeah. I like that. I don't like the uh, the prelude or the build-up to that. Oh, mama. Get to more phone calls here. By the way, the Masters just announced any golfer who is qualified for the Masters based on its previous criteria will be invited to play in the 2023 Masters. 
That means at least 15 players currently on the Live Tour will be part of the field at Augusta National. Yeah, Paulie? Do you know what I take from that? That they're not changing any policies to shut the door on the Live guys, which they could have done seven months ago? Mm Mm-hmm. We are much closer to a PGA Tour Live Tour deal. I don't know. Not with I, not with Greg Norman on the Live Tour. And yeah, good point. Got to get got to get rid of Greg Norman if you're going to have any closure on this. That may be part of it because he, you know, it's like when they kicked uh, who's the guy from Apple? They booted him. Uh, the, the guy who ran Apple computers, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. They got rid of Steve Jobs. They kept the company. He was the problem. It's like the Live Tour, we have business to do. And the PGA Tour is like, we have business to do. You get your buyout, uh, Greg Norman, and we'll move on. Yeah. It's just Greg Norman is such a problem with the PGA Tour that it, it's so personal for him. Yes, Todd? Is that cool or weak of the PGA Tour? Did they just blink first? Or what do you make of that news? And that's not the PGA Tour. It's the Masters. Or the Masters, then. What, what do you, no, what they do, do whatever them? they want to do. They don't abide by any rules. Do you like that they're going to allow them to? I, I, I don't care about it anymore like i don't i don't i don't know where to even find the live tour i don't even think about those players but if they do play then great but you know to me it's laughable that they think that people really care about that that we play 54 holes and we get to play rock and roll music and we get to wear shorts great if i want that i can go to my country club and watch somebody play I don't need to go out on the live tour and go, man, this is wild. We're smoking cigars and uh, we're playing. We're guaranteed money. Those are wonderful players. They went for the reason that, you know, we waited for them to say they took the money. Good. Take the money. But if you play 54 holes, I don't know how that qualifies you to play against guys who play 72 holes. You want to, Play and make it, you know, apples to apples. Play 72 holes. Oh, my gosh, we're crazy. We play 54 holes. Wow, that's reason enough to watch. I couldn't care less about those golfers on the Live Tour. When they play on the PGA Tour or PGA event or the Masters, great. Love to have them back. Yes, Marv. Are they the kiss of golf? No, they're the kiss of death for golf. But maybe maybe they're they're able to find some common ground here. But start by playing 72 holes. But the whole thing about, come on out, man. This is golf the way it should be. I don't want golf the way it should be. Smoking cigars and wearing shorts and playing and your guaranteed money. I like when you watch these golfers, no matter who they are. And more storylines will develop. But, you know, the Lyft Tour is going to take another whack at this. And probably go after the top college players. And, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with all the players because there's only so many players who can play on the Live Tour. That's another problem here. But playing in the Masters, great. That means you get Phil Mickelson there. Patrick Reed's going to play there. Brooks Koepka, great. Dustin Johnson. It's great for the sport. Those guys tried to dismantle the sport. Now, they did, I think that they made the PGA Tour better. They got their attention and they spend more money. And they should for these golfers. And, you know, maybe there's modifications to be made there. But the Live Tour is not growing the sport. That was not their goal. That was never their goal. I'm looking at temperatures at kickoff as of now this weekend. Bills at the Bears, 14 degrees. Now, we don't have wind chill. Seahawks, Chiefs, 15 degrees. Raiders, Steelers, 18 degrees. How cold is... Cold enough to impact a game. Because I always think it's the wind. It's not necessarily that it's cold. It's when you add the wind and and if there's snow, precipitation, then it affects. But temperature-wise, that wouldn't. But I would think the wind would. Yeah, Paul. I've got the Chicago forecast, which I always have up on my screen. Of course it's um, I've got a high of 10 on Saturday. Isn't the Bears uh, game? Is that a Saturday game, right? Not a Sunday game. I think it's Saturday. I think so. Wind of 20. Ooh. Low of zero. None degrees. Is Justin Fields going to play in that game? I think he's good as of right now. Hmm. Dang. I thought he was injured. I think he's going to run the ball in this game because of the weather. 
Oh, really? <laughs> just this game, yeah. he's going to run the just ball. Just this one. Yes, Todd. That's uh, one of the early games on Saturday, Bills yeah. at Bears. All right. Michael in Indiana. Hi, Mike. Squeeze you in here. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Great, Mike. Hey, I uh, have to admit, I'm kind of a hater. I hate the player, not the game. You used to drop a lot of balls on my Ball State Cardinals. Back when you played. Okay. Uh, it, but uh, the question I have for you is, um, I've never understood this. In the knockout round, and this is for one of your guys in the backseat, why do they keep kicking the ball back to the goalie with five minutes left? <laughs> Can we talk about this in three and a half years? I'll put it on my list. Yeah, now we're having questions about the – Knockout round in, in that Croatia-Morocco third-place yeah. game. It was weird. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. More phone calls coming up in the final hour. Ron Jaworski, Jaws, coming up. One more item as we close out hour two. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride, but maybe the light at the end of the tunnel is not an oncoming train. Because if you have a business where you have five or more employees, you manage to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program, and they already returned over $1 billion to businesses, and maybe they can help you as well. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, even if you took PPP, nonprofits, even those that add increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies, go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.